Ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas. How are you? Um, we, you know, they always say, they always say uh, the song, right? We're dreaming of a white Christmas. Well, that's not what we say here. We say we're dreaming of a silver Christmas. And uh, I think I want to do that. We did this last year where we had Silverian uh, hop on in with us. And, and I want to make it like a yearly thing, a tradition, the, the Silverian Christmas podcast. Silver, how are you? Hi, Manny. <laughs> you make me laugh. A silver Christmas. <laughs> so, um, Silver, what what are some of the things that we that we uh, we talked about? Uh, we went we went over some uh, some food, basically, right? Food, all the food, and <laughs> the a bit food. of of Swedish culture. Why we're so weird? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh we talked about yeah we talked about the food we talked about the the cultural uh i guess the importance of family and 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 culture and tradition i we it was a really it was a really cool conversation silver thank you so much for for stopping in don't miss the christmas carol at the end yeah the christmas carol at the end absolutely um so guys i just want to say thank you so much for stopping in and and hanging out spending time to to listen to our little podcast i appreciate you guys all very much and i i really do hope that you have a wonderful christmas uh a happy new year and uh and yeah i'll, I'll see you uh, silver you want to you can go ahead and, and give some introductory parting words <laughs> yeah i as we say in swedish uh, which is basically the same way that you said. And yeah, I hope you have a great one. Absolutely, guys. Um, we're just going to let it roll. This the. I hope you enjoy our uh, little conversation. See you, guys. Do you have mm -hmm. like a, an, another type of Christmas? Because I know like, not Christmas, I'm sorry. Um thanksgiving you know because like our american thanksgiving is definitely american you know but but no. is there another date of like oh no, i mean uh, like thankfulness i guess or like a family gathering type type deal hmm i i mean christmas is the thing for us really i think i mean we have uh some different holidays it's kind of funny but when i used when i was young uh our easter is sort of like your halloween actually but that's a tradition that i don't think many people even when i was young were really following like yeah you would so for easter you dress up as in co in like costumes yeah and stuff? yeah I have pictures of myself somewhere. Don't ask me to find them when I was like a, a little Easter witch and, a, an <laughs> really? Indian and, and things like that. Yeah. But so, like I said, almost no one really did it. And I had a, a little bucket and I went to like my neighbors and I guess my parents had like warned them ahead of time or whatever. But it's like a tradition that was pretty much dying out already when i was young i think oh okay um but we also had a bunch of stuff with eggs 
I don't really know if like we have something that's like the Easter bunny, but we never did any I can't remember doing any egg hunts or anything, but that's sort of like what used to be. We don't have Halloween. Like we've started adopting Halloween because like what can what kid doesn't want to dress up in costumes and go beg for candy right. totally right. legally, right? <laughs> I mean but I think here, because it's still kind of, it's not part of our culture, the parents have like some sort of agreement between them. Also, where I live, they might not want to go like trick or treat. <laughs> it, it's, um, I'm not saying it's a super bad neighborhood, but like, there's some question. Like, it's a, a low income area. So there are some people who live here who may not who who are a bit shady. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But not, but not prime trick or treating territory. Kind of catching on, and I'm sure. But like, we obviously have midsummer, which you don't. Um, and what's 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 that? Well, midsummer is this. I I say it's the second largest holiday in Sweden after christmas uh so it is most of of the swedish holidays are are about you know getting drunk and eating lots of food right right and it's i guess it's kind of a family tradition of family thing as well which is a bit weird because there's like a bunch of alcohol involved but i mean back in back in the day i guess they didn't think too much about it um and we also have one in the autumn that's like after the crayfish season that's also like sort of a holiday um where people dress up in have little funny hats on them and eat way too many crayfish and obviously awesome. drink a lot. Awesome! What is that called? What? What is that like a specific uh, thing? Like a crawfish holiday? Yeah. Well, it's it's not an official holiday, and there's no official date. It's just there's a certain period when you can start like fishing them, which uh-huh, obviously uh-huh. that. Um, they become available basically, right? Uh, and so it's sometime in August, but like, there's no. I don't know if there is a particular date. I don't actually remember. Well, yeah, it's like this it's might just be like a, a things se- we like want to talk about season. in the podcast. If you want to do that, oh, oh yeah, oh, I'm already recording. <laughs> oh, you are? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You didn't yeah. tell me, damn it! <laughs> wow, you had me going. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's kind of funny because Swedish culture is very dual. We there's this law that's called Jantelagen, which means the law of Jante, uh, which is basically that you shouldn't think. That you're better than anyone else. Uh, yeah, you were telling me about this. This I found this fascinating. 
saying that you're, and it's very subtle. And it's just something you kind of have to know. You can't explain exactly what, but like, you don't talk about what other people earn. Right. And it's very, very important. Uh, like, or you definitely don't tell other people what you earn. Um, cause that could be like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like anything that could be remotely considered bragging is, is basically a big no, no. So if you, uh, ask a Swedish person how they are, unless they're very used to Americans, cause Americans use how you're doing as, um, a greeting. Yeah. We use how you doing as an a conversation opener. We like I personally find it super weird, and I know a lot of other people. They there's even been like a commercial I remember very well about some Swedish person being in New York, and his colleague asks him, "How you doing?" And he's like, "I'm all right, but I had a little argument with my wife." That's so typical. Right. <laughs> That's so Swedish. Like, because you can't say that everything is all right. And also, if someone asks you how you are, and the American's like, yeah, yeah, that's good. He doesn't give a shit. Right. Like, <laughs> he, he didn't actually want to start a conversation. He was just, it's like, hello. In Sweden, if you want to say hello to someone, you say hello. Yeah. If you say, how are you? You say, hello, how are you? That means that you want to have a conversation with that person, even if it's brief. Uh, it's still something. You expect an answer, which I find that very odd. Like, Well, how, I mean, it's definitely... Like, I'm used to it. Yeah. Because yeah, I spend yeah. a lot of time with you guys, but still it's weird. But yeah, it's very difficult to get a Swede to say that everything is just great, you have to kind of, and some like people are different about this, but mostly it's like, yeah, but I'm feeling a bit under weather. Maybe I'm getting a cold. You know, you can't just say that everything's all right because that yeah. would be borderline bragging that you're you're having a good life and that that's unacceptable you can <laughs> but so you can say everything else all right if you have a tone like everything isn't perfect right that's right. also acceptable okay. <laughs> really so 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 then it's like um i'm all right that's okay that's okay yeah. but like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. i'm, I'm all right i'm doing well i'm fine i guess that's, you know yeah. you know <laughs> it, it can't but that's the first thing. The law of Yanta is very, very important. You shouldn't think that you're special. You sh shouldn't think you're above anyone else. Obviously, there are people who, who don't follow this, but that's kind of a cultural thing. Yeah, and then I find that like super interesting. The second thing is my favorite word in all of Swedish is a word called logom, which means just the right amount, not too much and not too little. It's the most brilliant and infuriating word that's ever been invented because it <laughs> means literally nothing. You know, when you have just the right amount is a purely subjective, uh, like it's 
subjective. Like, yeah. do you yeah. have uh, enough salt in it? How much salt do you want? Lagom. If you say lagom, it's as much as I think is appropriate, which has no meaning for you. Right. It's really convenient for the person who's delivering it and really inconvenient for the person who receives it. Right. Usually. <laughs> yeah. But like if if you're saying and it can also be because it's so ingrained, it can be used ironically or comically as well. Like you can say it was log, I'm angry, which means that it was really, really angry. Because obviously you can't use the word like that. So okay. So yeah, there's and and we we Swedish people think we're lagom. Like we think we're like very beige. We're like nothing. We're like right in between. And in fact, we're not at all. There's this chart, uh, this index chart, and on one axis you have like for for countries in the world and their culture, and it's like. On one axis, it's how family-oriented, and I'm talking family, is mainly as a um, a bigger concept than just your core family. Uh-huh. I'm talking like relative families, extended relatives sort yeah, of family. Yeah. Uh, on one side, and then on the other, individuality, right? So how much uh, your culture is like, family-based or individual-based. And then the other axis is how much, how rooted in uh, tradition uh, on one end and the other, how how receptive you are of, of new things and new ideas, like how, how quickly does the culture change, basically. And and obviously because we are logum, we we Swedes think that we're in the middle, and nothing could be further from the truth <laughs> at all, because we're actually at this stream. We're extremely individualistic and extremely accepting of new things and new ideas and things like that. Like we're we're like in the far corner. You almost can't see us on the chart, basically. <laughs> like we're miles away from anyone else who's not in a nordic country like like it's ridiculous i wish i knew maybe a listener knows what that scale is but i saw that in a swedish so we think we're like logum we're in the middle of everything but in fact we're not at all but i think uh there could be good and it it could be I mean, it's not always good. Bad, yeah. Uh, There's a lot of loneliness in Swedish society because everyone's so individualistic. We have a huge problem with like uh, the housing or apartment market because everyone wants to live on their own. They don't want to move in with other people and be bound to them and things like that. It's really interesting, like because you have all these apartments that could have two people in them, and even though they're together because they're so individualistic, they still want to keep their apartment separate. Interesting. Which makes the housing market, and the housing market is really, really difficult in the major cities in Sweden. And obviously, everyone living on their own makes it 10 times worse. And now people are scared of letting their apartments go because there's a few, but if everyone actually moved in together that would should be living together, 
it would be a lot of apartments would free up, but that's typical Swedish. And we think we're so like, Swedes are very dual. Like we think we're so modest, but we actually think that we're pretty much the best country in the world. <laughs> even though you obviously you would never catch a Swede saying that. Right, right, right. That would be bragging and bragging is, is like a mortal sin. So, unless you're drunk, which might might explain why Swedes like drinking a lot, because <laughs> that because that yeah. you just do what you you do what you but do. But there is one thing that we're very conservative about, and that is our holidays, especially Christmas. It is the reason we've been watching the same. Uh, Donald Duck Christmas special for the last, what is it, 40 years or something like that. There's no other show in <laughs> all of Sweden that gets as many views. Year after year, it gets really? millions and millions of views. Every uh, year, every it's always the same every year, and they change out two things at the end because they have some sort of contract with Disney, but basically, and they've removed some parts that are kind of racist from the old movies but basically they have had the same freaking christmas special for 40 years running on uh, sweden's public channel number one at three o'clock well i'm, I'm actually trying to, I'm trying to for the last up. 40 or 60 which, years which or one whatever it is. Uh, which one is it is it uh... I, I don't remember what it's called in 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 English in like I have an article about it. I can show it to you later. It's called like Sweden's bizarre Christmas tradition or whatever. I'm looking. Okay, all right. I'm looking at that um, right now. From a slight yeah. Swedish bizarre tra- uh, tradition of watching Donald Duck cartoons on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah. So, let me, so let me see. that's the thing. One of the things that I I want for Christmas is. And it might come as a surprise, but if you really want to piss me off, you talk during that hour. Really? And unavoidably. Uh, and no one else in my family gives a shit but me. Right. But it, like, in, it enrages me to no end. You know I'm like a, a really chill person, and I don't really care all that much. But like, if you talk... During my Christmas special, <laughs> there's going to be some words. That is so funny. I, Even I, so, when I'm like an adult. Yeah, I mean, you know uh, what? It's it, I think it's important to have like things that you cherish, right? Traditions and, yeah. and whatnot. So that's what I was thinking. Like it's <clears throat> like it's good to also be open and, and and to challenge your own your own thoughts and and to, to not close yourself off from from other perspectives and and all of that is is very important also but being grounded <clears throat> uh well to me anyway like uh, and i i would i have no idea where i would land on that chart i, I would imagine i'd be on the far opposite side you know like because because yeah. of faith, course man we're <clears throat> so different and family uh i mean so family is important. important to swedish people too but right just to 
core family, our, our relatives. If we like our relatives, then that's fine. But if we, we don't like them, we don't. At least my generation has feels no obligation to spend time with our relatives unless we like them, unless they like, you know, guilt you into it. But it's, right. there's a lot of resentment. Like, you, you know, you, sometimes you do things because you have to do them because it's like yeah, obligation. You know, yeah, family obligation. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like Swedish people care about their family but their family can include people who are not the same blood as them that's not right. as important to swedish people obviously the core family is always going to be important to all human beings because right. like they're, they're they're little copies of you like you know that's as important to the human race but as a culture just because you're like third cousin with someone doesn't really mean very much to a Swedish person in general, um, I think. But like Christmas, I think especially a lot of people. And like I said, there are, what is it, like 9 million people in Sweden. And you, every Christmas, there's like 3, 4, 5 million people watching fucking Donald Duck. The same Donald Duck. Has been going for like forty years, so you know. I'm looking at. I'm wondering if this is the same. If, if this is from the special, like it's called Duck the Halls. Is that? Does that? I mean, that's the the English translation anyway. Well, in in Swedish, it's called Kalanka Hans Venner, but uh, like which means Donald Duck and his friends. So it's like. It's very non-descriptive title. Uh, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to see if I can if I can pull up some audio from from this, and you tell me if that sounds familiar at all. Okay. All right, hold on. Well, I can basically tell you which which bits are in it because it's it's not a special that it's a, like a collection of things. Like the first one is Santa's workshop. Like the really, really old one from Santa's workshop where he, like they make all the toys and he checks his list and then they gather up all the toys and they match, march in a little parade. And then the second one is uh, Donald Duck's tropical expedition where he <laughs> meets that crazy bird. Uh, and then it's... Lady and the Tramp is in there. And oh, Ferdinand. wow. So, so you're talking about, like, when he meets the, the crazy bird, you're talking about, like, the three amigos, right? The, the, the Donald Duck and the parrot and then, like, some, some other some other. No, it's, uh, it's called the... I don't remember, but it's basically he's out, he's going to take pictures in the... I don't know if there's a parrot, too, but... This thing drives him insane. It plays a bunch of tricks on him. He's trying to take pictures of birds, and this bird comes in and just ruins everything. <laughs> and, like, dances. Like, he finds some hummingbirds that are flying around and, like, singing, and he comes in and does a Cossack dance, and he makes the birds dance a Cossack dance, and he gets really angry at him and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Anyway, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm like totally enamored by these Donald Duck cartoons. You're gonna have to send me a link if you find it on YouTube or something. Like, I, I, oh, I, I can probably to. find it. it yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. Now, you don't have to do that no. now, but I would, I would love to no, like, no. take a look at these. I, I want to focus on this, <laughs> but like, and then there's like, uh, and these are like cuts. It's not the whole thing. Yeah, it's like a, a few minutes of each of these. Like even the Santa's workshop one is. Is cut. It's not the whole thing, and it's a bit of about from Lady and the Tramp when they go to that Italian place and they get yeah. spaghetti bolognese with extra fricadelli, and they sing the song and everything. Oh, what a night! <laughs> but obviously in, in Swedish, it's oh, we cannot. Then I wonder it's not some we call our bella nota, you know, and it's like a bit of Robin Hood. And then again, uh, and there's a bunch of those. And then at the end, they add because they're co- contractually obligated by Disney, they add whatever the hell they want to add, like one or two things. Oh, like the new, some, some newer things. Yeah. Like basically a little commercial for the Disney's newest thing. <laughs> okay. Freaking. Uh, but yeah, it's been running. Alone. Disney Corporation, leave leave their tradition alone. Don't commercialize. No, it. no, it's it's fine. <laughs> They've been switching it. it. It bring otherwise it would have been the same thing for uh, <laughs> four years <laughs> or sixty. I think it's actually sixty years. I think wow. that started like. I don't know, in the 70s or something really? like that. It's That's crazy cool. long ago. Like, the first host hosted it for 20 years or something like that, or like 10 years, and then the next one hosted it for like 30 years, and now they have a bunch of different ones, but they're all bad, because I had the same one every year since I grew up for like 25 years or something. I have the <laughs> same announcer. And... It's not so much about the show. It's about this is Christmas. I've had the it. It brings in me a sense of okay, this is Christmas. Who That's we're what traditions have. are all about. It's just yeah, you know, yeah. like they could be sm- and it's simple the little one things. Time a year, yeah. And my sister can't shut her mouth, and it drives <laughs> me insane. Can I not just sit here and listen to the? It's we've actually had it so bad. That one year, and uh, this is a like Christmas Day. You get up in the morning, like a traditional Christmas Day. You get up and you have uh, rice-based porridge. I don't know what it's called in, in English, but like you make it of like cream and milk and rice instead of like a, so. It's like super sweet. It's a special uh, kind of porridge that we usually only have on christmas obviously it's available anytime you want but we have it and it's like with cinnamon and sugar and a bit of butter word sounds delicious and there's also a tradition like because it used to be a family thing here too because like a hundred years ago this sweden was like a, a farming Maybe a bit more, like 150 years ago, Swedish Sweden was a farm country, and we like 
rearranged our whole society, but it used to be you had one family gathering, and you still do. And so one of the traditions is you have this huge plate of of this rice porridge, rice-based porridge, and you put one almond in it. And whoever gets the almond, it, it, I think there's two different versions. One of them is whoever gets the almond is going to get married. And I think the other version is that whoever gets it gets like a, a very small present of some kind. It's completely luck-based, obviously. But right, right, right. That's cool. I can uh, imagine if you have like 10 or 15 person people having like one almond is yeah, but that's <laughs> the thing. And then obviously you you have a lot of stuff to do because Swedish Christmas is all about food. So much food. So tell me I what also, are like the like the staple every Christmas food like or dish you know it was like i wouldn't consider it a christmas without the the ham so it's a cooked ham that you've made with a like a, a and then you grill it in the oven with this per- very particular mustard based outside uh-huh and i'm sweets- all, i'm getting hungry this is like actually uh, all, right. all about <laughs> I don't know. Like, obviously, I have bread, and there's some particular kinds of bread that a lot of people only have at Christmas. There's also particular Christmas cheese. Although, why have one cheese when you can have two or three? Right, right. Plus, right. obviously, the fresh cheeses like brie and stuff like that. And then I've shown you pictures of like Swedish Christmas tables. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, lot of stuff on them. I love um, talking about the holiday foods. I, you know, like mm-hmm. I like I like food and and cultural, like the foods, like culturally, the, the differences in the in the in the how things mm. are presented, and and just like you said, like with a little almond, these little food traditions are are just so mm-hmm. interesting to me. Uh, Absolutely. And when I go, like if I go travel. You know, yeah, I, I like to see different things, you know, and that's all good. But I'm not, like, hardcore about wanting to see everything. But I want to taste everything, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I really yeah, want to taste the culture because I think that's so cool. Even if mm-hmm. I even if I end up not liking it, I want to just try it just, just, to, just, just to see, you know. And there's one Swedish Christmas, uh, or it's not a Christmas tradition. There's the infamous fermented herring, of course. Now, oh, um, oh, is that is that the one that is basically like sitting in like toxic uh, chemicals, <laughs> and it somehow no, becomes no, it's, it's like in it's bleach. Not. <laughs> no, no. All right, all right. No, I saw. I, I saw about like... it. It's, it's taken the 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 herring they use strumming it's called sur strumming which means like sour herring basically it's pickled um obviously it sits in some kind of brine but it's not toxic in itself the problem is that they 
it's herring from the Baltic Sea, and the Baltic Sea is like the most toxic sea ever by like quite a big margin because it, there's only a very small outlet and there's so many countries around that are just putting their waste into it. Uh, terrible. Um, so they, you shouldn't eat too much fish from the Baltic Sea. It's not a good idea. There's a lot of stuff in them. So it's not, but the thing about it is that it's fermented and there are like aficionados of this and stuff like that. And it's like the fermentation process is quite powerful. It can even like make the can like dent the can. It, it, it expands so that the can gets uh, dents in it like from the inside obviously and uh i've heard and i'm i'm not coming anywhere near that stuff because I'm, I'm i i have a very sensitive sensitive nose but the smell is real bad so people have first of all you open like apparently you're supposed to have a barrel of water outside and you open it underwater and the reason for that is, well, it smells, but because of the pressure of the fermentation presses, like I mentioned, it can buckle the the thing, the the cans. Um, the juice can splash out, and that juice, if you get it on something, it it will not come out. <laughs> the smell, like ever. <laughs> Which is why you open them outside. Because if you get someone like, let's say, your wallpapers or something, it's Damn. like smoking inside. You know, it's, <laughs> it's never going to go out, and the the smell is quite quite powerful. That I've been is told. Great. I want to try this. Is, is it but called? Apparently, is it, the is it taste lupus? is not too bad. My grandmother does. You've this never had thing. it. You've never had it. No, never. fuck no. I. Uh, <laughs> I said my nose is very sensitive and the smell is supposed to be something else. Like it's, it's undescribable, but I've just told you like people have special clothes for eating herring. Cause again, if you get <laughs> really juice like on that? your clothes, it, the, the, it's gonna, the, you can't wash out the smell basically. So they that have so herring eating clothes. <laughs> But again, it, a lot of Swedish people have not had this. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like old old school tradition, but like very very much. But anyways, back to the things that are on Swedish Christmas table. Like for me, the ham. There's also meatballs, very important. There's one particular dish that I don't like very much called Jansson's Frestelse, uh, which is uh, a, a grete of, of potatoes, like a potato de foise, is it called, right? Like I'm when you have... I'm so uh, hungry. <laughs> but instead of like making a normal one, which I would very much like, they, they have anchovies in it for some reason. I am not a fan of anchovies. Me neither. 
very very like small small amounts mixed in this is not things. small amounts yeah. you're gonna taste it in there i'm I'm not a fan of that dish a lot of people love it yeah not my thing there's also normal pickled herring which is not fermented uh, and those like there's 150 different recipes some people make their own like they pickle their own thing i eat two to four pieces of mustard pickled herring on christmas and two to four pieces on on midsummer that's it that's all you're going to get me to eat um and then what else so i usually have that on the first go i have the the pickled herring and then i wash my plate so i don't have to have that taste anymore right and again uh there's the grilled ham which is absolutely the centerpiece it's sort of like your turkey for thanksgiving um I'm, I'm my mouth is also watering now thinking about all the good stuff <laughs> yeah me too me too yeah uh what else is there like obviously potatoes sweden is big potato country i'm half puerto rican half colombian but uh my mm -hmm. mother is puerto rican and uh, my grandmother who I've you know has like spent many many years actually like living in the house with us, also Puerto Rican. Uh, uh, so the food is more Puerto Rican that that I grew up with, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so we do we don't do ham. A lot of people do turkey also on. In America, anyway, a lot of people do turkey also on Christmas. I, 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 I'm just like turkey only really for Thanksgiving, you know, uh, mm -hmm. for for me anyhow. But we do we don't do ham. We have, but it's more about like the the shoulder pork shoulder, which is the ham is the back leg and then the shoulder is the the front leg. Some in America also some regions call it picnic pig. It's it's the same cut. Uh, we call it pernil, you know. So we roast we roast that, and it's a it's 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 a little tougher than the back leg. So you you just have to let it you can cook a thing for like I don't know six seven hours until it, until all the the fibers uh, break down and it gets really nice and soft. It's actually really really good. You get that crispy skin. Oh my goodness, so uh, so hungry, <laughs> but but the but Neil, that's that's definitely what it is, and also it's like rice. We have a a it's it's rice with pigeon peas, right? So mm -hmm. uh, that is like the Christmas uh, traditional Christmas rice that that you're gonna get. Although, although I, I sent you a link. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. I'm just taking a look at it. Uh, of, uh, you, you can obviously it's in Swedish, but you can see the picture of of the things that are served. Uh, and it actually, because I there's so much that I'm just scared I'll forget something. But I'll just read off. And we basically have all of these things that are on this list. Uh, but we have some Norwegian things oh. as well, which is uh, because my my grandmother is from Norway. Uh, so red cabbage. 
It's sort of like a red cabbage coleslaw ish. Is it cooked? It looks uh, it looks like it's uh, cooked down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it is, but it's is. I don't think it has coleslaw. Has um, like is it mayo or, or dairy? Well, there's there is a mayo base and also a vinegar base. Uh, yeah, like vinegar. This is more sweetened. of a vinegar thing. Yeah. Uh, we also have from from Norway. We also have a Norwegian sauerkraut version, which oh, look has at that ham. That's the ham in that pan, right? Yes. Oh, nice and charred up on the sides. That looks fantastic. Oh no 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 no! It's the one on the cutting board above it. That's oh, the there you That's go. The... There's the ham. What's this? What am I looking at? What is this? Okay, I'm I'm gonna go like red cabbage. Okay. 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 We, yeah. We have a, a a Norwegian sauerkraut, and the difference is you also have a bunch of pig's fat in it, like a lot of pig's fat. It's really not a healthy thing, but we have a little know. bit every that year. Sounds good. Uh, and then you have uh, meatballs, and uh, that's at the bottom, obviously. And the next, the meatballs are um, a little sausages. We call yeah. them prince sausages. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It's some sort of Swedish joke, I think. And uh, and then there's uh, at the beneath the red cabbage on the side is the Jonsons Frestes, which is like a potato base, gratinade sort of thing with anchovies yeah, yeah, yeah. in a cream Potatoes, and stuff. Uh, gratin. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but with um, with uh, anchovies in it and then oh, there's that um, has, the, the potatoes has the anchovies in it and you said a lot qu- quite a bit i mean i don't like it so obviously uh-huh. it's a lot for me okay uh, i okay, guess okay it can vary people want to have this taste of the anchovies in it so okay you know, that is definitely a little not. is a lot for me yeah yeah so yeah. i don't need it i i kind of refuse <laughs> i eat a little bit out of like Sometimes I eat a little bit out of like, you know, someone's cooked stuff for you. You should have some, but usually not. Yeah. Uh, anyways, and then there's uh, ribs. That's oh, the thing that's in what the I'm pan. Looking at. That's what I'm looking at. I'm like, oh, yo, yes. that's freaking, mm, that looks delicious. And then there's obviously the <laughs> ribs, Christmas, Christmas ham. And the Christmas ham, you have... Um, sweet, strong mustard, like sweet mustard, and then you have like a, a very coarse, coarse ground mustard as well. Um, that's probably what's right in the middle. I'm not sure. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then there's uh on the left there, there's the egg halves with like uh rum. On top of them, or row, cod row. Row. No, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. cod row. It's this row, like eggs. Well, is it eggs. like uh, is it like the Japanese? Because it looks like the small, like a flying fish row. That's at least what what they call. Well, I, that's at least what they say it is. I, I think I, to be it's honest, just I don't know. smoked cod row. To be honest, or or um, or um, or maybe it's I don't remember what fish it is, but it's basically a a fish with quite large eggs and you just smoke it sort of. Um, and then there's uh, 
gravlax is, is a specific way of of, uh, of cooking salmon. It's sort of raw, but you cook it with acid. Um, like um, I don't remember exactly how you make it, but which one? The, the cod? Is it no, so? No, it's it's salmon. Oh, uh, salmon. the thing okay. next to the meatballs. It's it's uh, it's a specific Swedish way of 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 uh, cooking salmon. It's not. It's sort of raw, but sort of not. Right. Um, I think it's cooked like it, there's a way of of cooking things with acid, like um, acid from lemons or things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's it's like uh, what is it? Um. Uh um like uh oh my goodness um yeah it's it's um it's uh basically ceviche right salt it's salt uh cooked or or salt within the brine yeah 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 no i know exactly what you're talking about it's like a ceviche i don't know if if uh is essentially cooked within within acid overnight, you know. Yeah. No. No. Uh, yeah. Something. It's salt brine, basically, that you cook it with. Anyways, uh, with a special saw called like major D sauce in in Swedish that you basically only have with that, as far as I know. And then there's next to that, it's cooked potatoes, and above that is the pickled uh if the big plate with like a bunch of jars in it next to the christmas ham you can see there's uh there's the different uh uh like pickled herring sort of i think it's mustard uh garlic onions and there's two other ones that i don't know it's like special specialty ones because there's there's as many types of of pickled herring as there are cooks basically a lot of people do those by themselves word and then all of it looks uh pretty freaking pretty freaking tasty i'm not gonna lie and then obviously cheese bread and then the thing that's next to the bread is knäckebröd, or or I think we've agreed that crisp bread is probably the closest. But if you look closely, it's not thin. Like I think I feel like crisp bread is like thin. This is not thin. It's quite pretty thick. Um, but yeah, it kind of looks like a pita bread almost. It's it's completely. Um, it's oven, it's completely, uh, when you bend it, it snaps. Oh, it's okay. not, pita is soft. This is right. hard. Okay. So it's this a straight hard up, like, bread. A, like an, un, like an unleavened kind of, kind of cracker, thick cracker bread. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But obviously not sweet. It's savory. Right. 
and, uh, and also guys, the, uh, so, the bread. So if you're wondering, if you're listening, you're wondering like what, what we are looking at a picture. Uh, I'm going to copy the, uh, well, I'm going to take the picture because the article is in, um, uh, in Swedish. Swedish. I'm right. sorry. I could probably find you, but like this actually lists a lot of other things as well that you could have, but I think that's basically everything we have. That's a traditional one. There's, uh, we also have another thing on our christmas table which is a special source of sausage that is thicker than even a bratwurst but it has a mix with potatoes in it as well and you boil it and hopefully you don't break the skin but basically it's like a very special mix which doesn't just have meat in it. It very obviously has potatoes and stuff in it as well. Um, that we... Uh, there's like two variants, and one of them is actually called Christmas sausage, straight up in Swedish. Uh, and we also have one that's called Värmlandskorv, and Värmland is a county in Swedish, in Sweden, where my family's from. Um, and we have that, and I honestly don't remember what it, what is in it more, but that basically, it. and yeah, and you, you basically have this food out for the entire day or less first day, half of the day is just cooking and making everything ready. And then the second from like noon on. It's basically non-stop eating until you go to bed. Oh, that sounds that sounds like my kind of freaking holiday for sure. Yeah, and um, and obviously because it's a children's uh, kind of a family children's, it, there's it probably has the least drinking in it out of all of uh, the Swedish holidays that are like eating and drinking holidays. I can actually only think of one holiday that isn't in an eating and drinking holiday, and that is uh, All Hallows' Eve, uh, which is when you guys usually have Halloween. We have a remembrance of the dead, go to the graveyard and, and light uh, a candle, make sure the grave is nice, things like that. Yeah, there's a special mass in all the churches where they read out uh, the names of everyone who died since the last All Hallows Eve, and I was actually this is the first time I've ever been in church for that, um, because of uh, uh, my grandfather passing. We were there. It was a very beautiful thing, actually. Yeah, <clears throat> like I I know that you've uh, you've been. I mean, really, it's been a long time. Right? It's been a long year of uh, like your grandfather was sick for quite some time, yes. going back and forth, and my grandmother has been sick for quite some time. So, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, 
And then when the holidays come around, it's kind of like bittersweet, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's good to to you know to have these these traditions and things like all these things mm-hmm. like like I know my like my grandmother is 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 gonna pass sometime soon, you know. Um, oh. But like. Like even in the little, even in the little things, like I'm, she's gonna be remembered for forever, you know. And then I'm gonna pass, Absolutely. pass down, like the little recipes and the little things, you know. So, of course. So yeah. And yeah, so I think you're absolutely right about. I think it's especially important for Swedish people to have these, and maybe why they're so fierce about keeping them. Why some people are extremely fierce because, in all other respects, Sweden is a very forward-moving country, like a very high-tech, um, high-education sort of society that's always looking towards new things, new innovations, and things like that. So having these holidays as a sort of a an anchor uh, and a time to gather your family absolutely like absolutely absolutely it it, it ties I think it's you... more important go on no I, I was just gonna say it ties you to beyond just your family like it ties you to a whole culture you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. like when you have the these traditions so i i think it's very important to hold on to uh and at the very least like understand what you know what what is what why why you do the things you do and just to to take some time and get out of your own head and just kind of you know just plug into to the culture you know in in general i think it's important to 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 have that uh i'm sorry go ahead no just i think it's for for swedes who are that kind of uh culture where we're always moving forward i think that's why we're so protective of it yeah absolutely and yeah because it explains you know even even for things that like like maybe that fish dish right that they uh that uh, you were talking about uh even if it's not necessarily something that people generally like right it's not popular but it's still like a traditional thing, and that's like yours. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, it, it's like I, I think a lot of people of do like it. There are some some other uh, sort of foods that have have gone out of style more. I think a lot of it's just I don't like fish very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me neither. Me neither. So I, I'll, I I'll sent, eat, uh, and it's a problem when you live. In a country that's like mostly coastline and that, has like so a that, million lakes and rivers. Yeah. yeah, because because traditionally at that at that point, uh, it, you have lots of fish that are traditional meals because that's that's Absolutely. what you have. You have all you know. You have the ocean. You know. Yeah. Uh, I sent the picture as well. It's it. There's not as there's not I, that I many that stuff. It's say, super it simple. Great. Super simple. Mm-hmm. So we have the. I I wasn't expecting the spring rolls though, or or spring rolls. So on the bottom left. So so mm-hmm. uh, and I, and again, these this picture also. I'm gonna go to the hardcore casuals dot com. 
look on the notes. Uh, it's just a nice uh, several different uh, images of <laughs> of the foods, right? And I'm gonna start from the uh, the bottom left here because that's what you mentioned. That's not really a spring roll. Uh, it is actually a plantain. So a uh, a plato oh is plantain also plantains, mm-hmm. which is the large uh uh very starchy banana that has to be cooked. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I've 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 heard about those. Uh those so it's it's actually is it the whole thing or is it is there something inside it so or in- is it just so we make like a a paste of uh mm-hmm. of uh, the banana, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And and there's some other things that go in, in it, uh, like unripened regular bananas as well. You mix it together. You put in some. Uh, mm-hmm. You cook the the uh, uh, meat, and then you take some of the sauce of the meat, and and then you mix it as part of the dough, and then. That becomes like a paste, oh. and then you fill it with meat, and then you wrap it. It's, it's, it's so it's always traditionally uh, with this green banana leaf. That's why you see it mm-hmm. on the banana. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That green, that's banana leaf, and then you wrap it with a banana leaf, and then you can uh, freeze it from there. Right. So you boil it. You boil it, and you boil it for like an hour or so and then you then the whole thing is you take out it's and it's called pasteles right uh mm-hmm. so you take these out and you have to unwrap it and that's that's what we say that's like the puerto rican present you know <laughs> you, take, <laughs> you take the uh the uh meal. i mean uh pastela and and it's like it's it's a meal in and of itself really mm-hmm. you take just just that cuz it has the starches and the and the meats and everything it's a uh, is it really, sweet? really good. It, it would seem like it would be sweet. It's definitely savory because the the plantain is when it's unripened, it's 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 starchy. It can be like crispy, mm-hmm. you know. So is it more like sweet potatoes kind of flavor? It's not or even. It it's not more even. like it's, regular potatoes. It's it has its own flavor characteristic, but if anything, yeah, yeah, it'll be more like I'm, I'm, more like regular potato. Uh, uh, yeah, obviously it has its own all. flavor, but yeah. I was just curious about like the sweetness because that's a big deal for me. I'm not a sweet this sweetness kind of guy. In this preparation, it is savory. Now, the same yeah. blot, the same plantain platano, you can let it ripen, and then mm. it's very sweet. Yeah, you know, gotcha. but in this preparation, it's not sweet at all. Interesting. I would love to try that. Super. Uh, I I would be impossible to 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 ship it. it would yeah, yeah. Obviously, very it's expensive. the same for me. <laughs> no, no, uh, don't do it. Don't do it. I could. Uh, you know what? I could probably like because one of the things about Sweden that I didn't. I I want to let you tell your thing, but. One of the things that also makes Sweden is like we have like two million immigrants from all over the world. Yeah, they so might have it. Yeah, culture, if you can find it. I'm Puerto Rican food. I I don't think there's one in in Gothenburg. There might be one in Stockholm. I don't know. I I'll, I'll have to look. If you, you do, that would be so cool, time. and you need to take pictures. 
obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I take pictures of all my food. I have hundreds, if not thousands of pictures that I haven't even published because I take pictures of everything we, that I eat. Word. That's almost. cool. Like, you're not like, my like own cooking. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. First you take a picture, and then you take another picture. Just make sure, and then you, then you eat. Right. <laughs> and my family is all foodies, so everything they cook is amazing. Anyways, go on. Sorry. Um. All right. So in, in this picture, I'm going to start from the bottom up, right? So we're going to go to the the middle on the bottom there. That's uh, mm-hmm. coquito, right? So that is that's a dessert. Spanish uh, eggnog, but it's coconut based. Oh yeah. But it's so never so had eggnog. Good. Um, you know, I, I, I have had eggnog. I obviously I prefer coquito, right? So there's actually no, mm-hmm. egg, uh, uh, actually no, 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 there, there are some, but it's, it's primarily, uh, just coconut and rum. Mm. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. I, I understand why like it. But is, yeah. is it like. Sweet. But so if it's like eggnog, yeah, yeah, obviously. But it is a it looks pretty uh is it like yogurt consistency or is it um, like flea free flowing? It's it's a it's curious. a thick it's a thick mm-hmm. uh not quite like milkshake, because milkshake can get like hard, right? But it is it's mm-hmm. it's liquid, but it's there's a a thickness to it. It'll definitely coat a, right. coat a spoon. You know. Interesting. All right. Uh, Sorry, I'm asking these questions. I'm just no, no, curious. no, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. Then, then you have the rice, and this is the rice uh, that we talked about, which is um, the rice and pigeon peas, arroz con candules, mm-hmm. right? So you have rice, pigeon peas. A lot of times you have like Jordi's uh, Spanish sausage, um, also in there, or whatnot. Uh, to and um to give it some little extra flavor. Is that pork as well? That's a there? little bit of of pork in there, yeah. So so that's gonna be the perineal. So in the middle, you see mm-hmm. that's like the big old centerpiece, right now. Oh my god, that looks so great. So that is like if you're going out, like like the party's a a big party, you're gonna have a whole pig, right? <laughs> and that I, I, I want to try that so badly. It is it so when you see like 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 this is a oh. it's a serious party when you got a whole pig that's that's taken out and it is so good the the skin is like all super flavorful and and crispy mm. and then uh, then of course like I want the meat right is so now, it's just so tender it's like ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have like pernil, which is just the leg, but mm-hmm. but in in, in uh, and it is similar, you know. But the whole pig is is a special deal. Uh, so the top left, you're gonna see that's the 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 rice with the pastel, right? So that's together. That's what's going on there on the top left. Uh, yes, here, that's he, like the bottom left and right together yes basically. yes 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 uh and then we have some more desserts so top left you you, you see uh um oh my goodness what what uh tembleque 
All right, so this this is like coconut a coconut jello. So it's creamy coconut uh and gelatin. That's 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 basically what it is. But much it's much creamier, much much like thicker, richer, sweeter than than a, 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 your regular gelatin. It's a coconut, cream jello. Yeah, bit that. Yeah. That's uh, that's the that's so the best. It's sort of like um um there's creme brulee but that's uh, uh, that, uh yes there's but there's a, it has a little more g- gelatinous you know a little a little more gelatinous well, to there's it. there's another thing the italians have one as well that's not creme brulee but it's it's my it's funny because it's like my favorite dessert and uh, next to rhubarb pie and oh, I, I love that too. I love that. that. That's one of my go-to pies for freaking. I'm I'm completely blanking on what it's called. It's um, <laughs> it's basically like a creme brulee, but it's the Italian version, which is much firmer. Uh, fuck. Oh well. Anyways, That's but right. it's uh, yeah, it's sort of like that then. It just it, it, probably it, yeah because it's it's like it is creamy but it's like very much together <laughs> mm-hmm. right but it's it is it is cool and, and the like creamy creamy gelatin it may not sound like the most appealing like words together but it it is very good it is very very good and then on the top right here you have uh it, this is a cheese thing right so the spanish uh farmer's cheese you know uh you take that with uh some sort of of like sweet um uh like gelatinized fruit you know mhm and that Fruit. we have that, so you have the salty of the of the cheese with, uh, with with that with that fruit, and it's pretty good. It's pretty tasty. That's like super traditional too, you know. So like these are like there's nothing really fancy, you know. There's some other other things that may go on, but these are the things that you have. Christmas. It's it's not Christmas without, <laughs> it, you know. The the thing is, if you look at the page that I sent you, even though you can't read it, you might notice it's quite long. There are no recipes in this. These are just uh, descriptions of the things. All of these things that you see in this list can definitely be on a, a Swedish Christmas table. And it's, I mean, it's it's like a competition of who can bashing the the most things (laughs) but there is i forgot to talk about the desserts obviously we have like um a lot of people have like chocolate and like just you know regular like you know chocolate boxes and things like boxes of chocolate and things like that you know but i talked about that rice porridge so you know, one of the th- things there is a a like a, a a coconut rice, I I have I've never had it big for me, but there is like a coconut rice with like, uh, um, it is it's, it, it, I mean really it's like a rice pudding, 
but coconut based with raisins. That's traditional mm. for for Christmas. But I've I, 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 my grandmother and or mother both have never been big on that. But it is mm-hmm. a thing. But anyways, so you eat that rice porridge in the morning, and you make an absolute ton of it, right? <laughs> and you also make sandwiches with the ham. Like you make, oh, yeah. uh, you take a piece of bread, and then you take that Christmas ham, and you put some uh, mustard on it, and then you eat it. It's great. And that's usually what, that's the traditional breakfast. But the thing is, obviously, if you make a ton of it, there's going to be a ton left. And since it's already sweet, what a lot of people do is they put whipped cream in that and then they take like a lemonade, mix the leftover rice porridge with lemonade, uh, with, uh, with whipped cream and you get a dessert. And then you have like raspberry lemonade or, or strawberry lemonade or something like that that you mix with flour, which doesn't really um, uh, potato flour specifically makes it thicker, but it doesn't really taste anything. And that's what you have as a sauce for that dessert. And it's really, really (laughs) way too sweet for me. It's, it's pretty good though, but it's a a little too much. Yeah. And then the other thing that's also traditional is a fruit salad. And then there's like millions of like cakes because Sweden is uh, the land of the coffee break. We have all our little pastries and stuff like that. There's even like if there's one word people know in Swedish, it's fika. It's that because we have these coffee breaks with a, a little... Uh, like pastry, like a coffee with pastries. And we have it in the middle of work or whatever. Everyone gathers around. You have a little break. You chat for like 10 or 15 minutes. You have a coffee and you have a pastry or whatever. It's a very cultural thing. So we know all about pastries and cakes and cookies and every imaginable thing. That oh, sounds... and there's one other thing as well. When it comes to, um, obviously, there's a lot of alcohol, but you usually don't drink that much at Christmas. But there's some people that insist on having like snaps or schnapps or whatever. But um, there's something called glug, which is um, heated. Uh, it's a special sort of like wine. There's alcohol-free ones as well. Uh, Glug is very, very, very traditional. Only served at Christmas usually. You can only buy it at Christmas as well. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> there's a lot of things like that, but yeah, that's also a thing. I I completely forgot got about that part but that's but like i've i've not mentioned so many other things oh yeah that oh you yeah can have if you scroll down on that page just there's so many things even if you can't 
there's uh, a special sort of fish that's uh, cooked, that's left to cook for a long time in lye, in actual lye. That's so. That's the one I was th- th- thinking about, uh, and I looked it up. It's called. Uh, it, now you tell me if this is correct. Uh, is it uh, lutefisk? I might pronounce Yeah, right? yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty close. Lutefisk. Obviously, lutefisk. we have a different. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna read it. I'm gonna read. I hate well, it. well, this I I saw like a show on this, uh. Mm-hmm. And it was it sounded in, insane. I I would try it though, but it says lutefisk oh, starts yeah. as cod, right? Traditionally mm-hmm. caught in the cold waters off Nor uh, off Norway. And I'm just reading. I'm reading yeah. this off of. Uh, yep. Uh, I don't know. It was Smith. Mm-hmm. It's from the Smithsonian Mag. Uh, so mm-hmm. so this I'm just reading straight off the the webs. Uh, mm-hmm. So here it goes. It says it's then dried to the point that mm-hmm. it attains the feel of leather. And the yep. firmness of of corrugated cardboard. Yep. All right. Water alone can't reconstitute the fish, so it's soaked in lye. Yep. And and that is lutefisk. And obviously, wash it really, really oh, careful. Yeah. Don't mess around with lye. That's dangerous shit. Yeah. It's um, it's because. Um, it's a very, very, very old thing. Uh, obviously, if you're transporting this fish, because uh, even though there's uh, a lot of coastline in in Sweden and Norway, there's a lot of things that aren't by the coast, and this is a really, really good way of preserving food. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, I can once, imagine once it, once it, uh, it attains the the uh, tenacity or 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 uh, what is the word viscosity of leather, that stuff's not going bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not going no. bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the thing about I've had it many, many, many times because because uh, my and you you can do it on your own and I'm but usually you. Just, Nowadays, you just buy from the store because who wants to deal with lights? Like, kind of dangerous. Yeah, uh, the fumes can be not great as well. So you basically buy it from the store. But the thing about it is, it tastes like nothing. Really, it tastes abs of absolutely like it tastes literally nothing at all, and the consistency is like jello. It tastes like I guess it tastes a little bit of fish, but not much. I'll be honest. Um, what you do is you have uh, potatoes. Obviously, the traditional way to eat is potatoes, and then you have a special sauce that is like with eggs and and uh, and you also have you have two sauces because you need two sauces. One is like basically just clarified butter. <laughs> I just. Yeah. up some butter <laughs> and then the other one is with like egg in it and i really like that egg sauce i love the egg sauce and i love the potatoes and i love who doesn't like butter come on like this is melted butter i don't love the fish because <laughs> it tastes like it tastes very little 
I, I mean, it's I, 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 that's one of the things. Like, if I ever make my way down to the area, that I'm not sure I'd like, but I really would like to try. <laughs> I'll, I'll try basically anything. Personally. Oh yeah, I'm very, very curious. Um, I, I have to be careful with certain things, but like, I'm a huge foodie. When when I finally get to America is probably not going to be for another few years but when i do i i really want to do like food tour and like visit everyone like have all their food sleep yeah. on their couch and things that's uh that would be that's awesome that, that, that i would I, I i talked about that not even too long ago uh it would be so cool to do like a freaking trip right where we can yep. do like a uh, road trip right and just freaking dr- drive around and meet different people i think that would be so freaking cool we've been recording for what an hour an this hour and 20 a- so i'm actually i'm trying to think like i'm trying to think of what we were ta- what we were on before it's just a regular we were talking about all the food like the road trips the road trips and stuff yeah. Taking a road trip. It's not really Christmas material, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're definitely talking about all the foods. I'm trying to think. No, I'm trying to think of what's the best way to wrap it up in a nice, Christmas clean carol. way. A Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's the best way to wrap it up. Absolutely. Can you can you sing a little Swedish Christmas Carol? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be I great. Can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go for it. <clears throat> This is my personal favorite, um, but we'll see how well it takes. But yeah, here we go. Kvannuna faller i natten nu, himlarna sänker sig nere. Den ona stjärnans plås tänder sitt ljus hos oss. Brinnen låga klar i hela Norden. Julen är här och lyser fri på jorden. Glädjen är stor i ett barns klara ögonbord. Julen är här i våra mörka länder. Kom, låt oss ta varandras händer när julen är här. Och jag vill tända en stjärna till den som har frusit och gått vill i världen. Den, för den som inte finns hos oss Tänder vi nu ett blås Brinner den låga klar Kom hit här är den Julen är här Och lyser frid på jorden Glädjen är stor I ett barns klara Julen är här 
I våra mörka länder kom, låt oss ta varandras händer och julen är här. Ge av den frid som låror i stjärnornas frunliga hem. Led oss på den väg vi går. Så vi hittar hem till den. Julen är här och lyser frid på jorden. Glädjen är stor. Ett barns klara ögonborden. Julen är här. I våra mörka länder kom, låt oss ta varandras händer, när julen är här, julen är här. I'm done. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, the thing is, uh, I looked up the text, because obviously I don't know it, uh, and then I noticed a little arrow. Because there was more, and there was that, and that was why I got like also um, kind of hesitant because I was like, this is the solo passage where the person sings really beautifully, you know. <laughs> yes, of the teeth, some roar, sort of like that, you know. Yeah, the little solo bit where they kind of tone down the music they do the, and they everything. do the flourish, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually did a flourish. Um, I, I've, I've never uh, that that tone very unfamiliar to me. So that is a much more of a, a sweet a traditional Swedish song. It's not traditional. It's, I mean. I don't actually know how old it is. Um, I don't think it's that old, but it's about uh, Christmas in the north, and uh, Christmas is here, shining its peace, peace on earth, joy is great. In a children's clear eyes, it lives. Christmas is here. In our dark lands, let's take our hand, uh, each other's hands, when Christmas is here. That's basically the refrain. Right, right, right. That sounds. That uh, uh, was nice. Thank you so much, Silver, for uh, my favorite for stopping and hanging Thank out. You. I've never heard that that song before. And that was definitely. I mean, cool. I'm probably gonna do a Christmas carol stream. Again oh, this year, like a few days before Christmas, or maybe on the twenty fifth. Uh, seeing as I, we don't celebrate Christmas then, um, right? And I kind of have that day off, sort of, from the, all the Christmassy things. So if you guys are lonely on Christmas, and I think that no one should be lonely. I'm going to have a, a Christmas thing for as long as I can so that people can come and hang out. Even if you aren't lonely, if you just want to hang out or whatever, 
come come and uh, and have some Christmas with me because because uh, I I I did that last year and I want to do that again. I'm gonna try and go for as long as I can that everyone who's lonely and everyone who's not lonely as well can can have some place to go. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, look forward to that. Um, do me a favor, Sylv. Go ahead and 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 uh, just say like where where we we could find you. I mean, really, it's uh, your 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 mixer, right? The the hardcore crash. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go to go to the link. Uh, go to the website, thehardcorecrashers.com. There's gonna be a link for Silver uh on on his his uh, mixer account now do you, do you give out your uh your your twitter or whatnot like i mean if if uh yeah sure um but you i my all my accounts except my mixer account are kind of close so you're gonna have to okay ask to follow me but i i usually if it's someone i usually accept people so so we're, what we're going to do is we're going to leave the mixer link there. Hop in, say hi. You can always jump into the, to the Hardcore Casuals Discord as well. Uh, <laughs> reach out. Silver is an awesome dude, a great friend, and you know, great conversationalist. Make sure you go in, you say hi, and uh, and then you can get the deets for his uh, his exclusive twitter <laughs> Mix, mixer.com slash silverion just like uh, my name silver uh, iron is silver pretty iron. easy to remember yeah 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 and and you know the hardcorecasuals.com you can look on the podcast notes. The link is going to also be right there, along with the pictures, because we talked about food a lot. We went into a food rabbit hole. There's going to be the pictures of the different foods that uh, that we were talking about, if you guys were so inclined. Uh, Silver, thank you so much for, for stopping in, and uh, it was really cool. <laughs> To just go back and forth so, on like the different food. Maybe I can add some. Maybe I can send some pictures to you from uh, from last year's Christmas table. I should have. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah! Yeah! Like your actual oh, Christmas table. Mine. Yeah! 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 That would be. Um, that would be good. And this year's as well. We'll see. I usually take pictures of everything, but I'm also kind of busy eating. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but definitely oh, last year's because because we can have it like. Up, yep. up and ready for uh when when this goes live that'd be great um, you need to go manny i think so yep, i'm yep. gonna we're done let you off the hook ladies Thank and gentlemen you. until next time peace bye <laughs>